Well, guess what? The American Heart Association finally released their updated guidelines on antibiotic prophylaxis. They published the guidelines online at circ.ahajournals.org, which will take you to the circulation journal. On the right side of that page is a caption, Publish Ahead of Print. Access that link, and the new guidelines are among the options in that section. As of June 1st, they have not been published in a hard copy journal. So, how do the new recommendations compare to those described in my first podcast and published by the British Antimicrobial Society, the counterpart association in England to the American Heart Association? The British group last May published major changes in recommendations for using antibiotics to prevent endocarditis. The American Heart Association Committee followed the lead of the British by removing mitral valve prolapse, heart murmur, and other cardiac conditions in the moderate risk category from conditions needing pre-procedure antibiotic coverage. The only cardiac conditions suggested for antibiotic prophylaxis are those in the highest risk category. These include previous endocarditis, prosthetic valve replacements, unrepaired congenital heart disease, and for the first six months following repaired congenital cardiac disorders, some repaired congenital cardiac conditions that have poor epithelialization are also included in the list of conditions for antibiotic prophylaxis prior to dental procedures. A new cardiac condition not included in past U.S. recommendations was added to the list. For the first time, heart transplants that subsequently develop a valve disorder are suggested for antibiotic prophylaxis. Other significant changes are that a pre-procedural antimicrobial rinse is not recommended. The time for taking the antibiotic was altered to 30 minutes to one hour before the dental procedure. And instead of using antibiotic prophylaxis prior to dental procedures that cause significant bleeding, any dental procedure that involves gingival tissue manipulation, periapical tooth procedures, or perforation of the oral mucosa in patients having the cardiac conditions just described should receive antibiotic prophylaxis. The same antibiotics and doses as in the 1997 guidelines are suggested, but in this new document, it is advised that if a patient inadvertently forgets to take the antibiotic, it can be administered within two hours of the dental procedure. The American Heart Association committee groups made a strong statement that healthy periodontal tissues and oral health are the best means to prevent infective endocarditis. They state that this helpful measure has been forgotten and reliance on antibiotics has wrongly been promoted in the past. Oral health professionals are advised to stress oral health as the best strategy to prevent infective endocarditis.